Unity of Farmington Hills, a positive path for spiritual living. Joking. 
Well, good morning, Unity of Farmington Hills. And welcome to everyone who's visiting us today. It's a pleasure to have you joining us. I'm Reverend Kelly Kincaid, and I'm the Senior Minister at Unity of Farmington Hills. I want to thank our music team for that inspirational opening congregational song. I really like the idea of God inviting us to the table, uh, being invited to the table of the Lord. That was awesome. Thank you all. I'm going to give some announcements and then we're going to return to our, our, I was going to say return to our show. We'll return to our, our service. <laughs> our Sunday fellowship gathering will be today at 11 a.m. after the service. And then tomorrow starts my vacation. I'll be on vacation from September 21st through the 27th. So tomorrow I will be attending the Great Lakes Unity Regional Conference. It's an online conference that is from September 21st through the 24th. I think you can still register if you would like to attend. You can register at greatlakesunity.com. Tomorrow, everyone is welcome to our Monday Zoom house parties. Elliot Gear will be there to host them at 1 p.m. and 7 p.m. And then for our meditation Wednesday, we will have Reverend Bonnie Gardner leading that. That will be at 7 p.m. Next Sunday, is, which is September 27th, is our All Music Sunday. Nicholas and the music team have an awesome service planned. I would suggest you invite others to join and celebrate with you. It's going to be an awesome, it's going to be an amazing service. And then next Monday, September 28th, we begin our critical conversations with the movie 13th. It is a deep movie, so if you uh, I would suggest that you bring pen and paper so you can jot down what stands out for you or how you're feeling because the next week on October 5th, our second con Critical Conversations meeting, we're going to start sharing how we felt about the movie and how we're feeling about what's going on in the United States to raise our consciousness to systemic racism and what's going on in the United States. And then on October 4th, at 2 p.m., the monthly women's group starts up again. It will be on the first Sunday of every month at 2 p.m. Then the, my, the seven-week Practicing the Presence class, which will be on Tuesdays, starts on October 6th. It'll be from October 6th to November 17th from 6.30 p.m. to 8 p.m. on those Tuesdays. It is a seven-week class. I already said it's a seven-week class. Practicing the Presence is the book that we're using by Joel Goldsmith. You need to purchase that. You can go to smile.amazon.com to do so. To sign up for my class, please email me at seniorminister at unityfh.com. And what I'll do is send you a link to the class a week before it begins. On October, October 24th, which is a Saturday, we're going to have our UFH movie night. We're going to be showing Under the Tuscan Sun. I like that movie. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing it with you all. And then our Giving Sunday will be the next day on October 25th. That will be the perfect time to catch up on your tithes, your pledges, or to give a little extra to the church to, um, to support Unity of Farmington Hills. For the links to all of our activities, classes, groups, activities, and events, go to unityfh.com. If you don't see the event on the homepage, go to the calendar of events. 
click on the the date that you're looking for and you'll find all the information there in the calendar of events you can also sign up for our email blast at unityfh.com for any of you who'd like to schedule an appointment with me my office hours are tuesdays 10 a.m to 4 p.m and then wednesdays 12 p.m to 6 p.m please email me or call me you can email me as senior minister at unityfh.com and you can call me at 248-737-9191 if you'd like prayer requests you can also contact me through the email and that phone number that concludes our announcements i said a mouthful (laughs) and now as we join our music team in singing surely the presence let us quiet it down and open our hearts and mind minds for the daily word and for the opening prayer. The daily word for today, Sunday, September 20th, 2020, is smile. I share the joy and love of God when I smile. Let me say that again, and then I'd like you to affirm that with me. I share the joy and love of God when I smile. Let's affirm that together with a smile. Together, I share the joy and love of God when I smile. And the message reads, Even if a language barrier prevents me from understanding another's words, I know that most people will respond to a friendly smile. My smile can convey goodwill, communicate delight from an unexpected blessing, or inspire all at the sight of a star-filled night sky. A child not yet able to talk shares love and joy quite effectively with a sunny smile. I feel happy when others smile at me. This friendly, welcoming gesture reminds me that we are all one in spirit. Smiling at my reflection in a mirror, I see the light that shines from me. I feel a quickened awareness of the divine love and joy that are present everywhere as I realize how simply and beautifully my smile can express that love and joy without any need of words. Numbers 625 reads, 
The Lord makes his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Let us pray. So please gently close your eyes and take a deep breath. And just allow your consciousness to flow down into the center of your chest where your focus is now right there in your heart center. And as we peacefully focus in this space within our body, we acknowledge that one power and that one presence that is active in our lives and in the universe, God the good omnipotent, and God, as we acknowledge you, your presence and your power, we thank you for co-creating our highest and best good with us. We thank you for opening us up right now to hear your word, to hear your message, for bringing forth the Christ within, to bring the message forth, for bringing forth the Christ within us to receive it, to synthesize its meaning, and through that deeper spiritual awareness and understanding to go out and live it in this world. We thank you for the way your divine love always blesses and pushes us to be a higher and greater experience of divine individual expressions of God. As we are made in your image and likeness, we know that that greatest part of us is that spark of divinity, which is you in us. And right now, we honor you, God. We honor your presence within us. We honor your presence and welcome your presence in this worship service. And we honor your presence in the world. Thank you for always blessing no matter what. In the mighty name and nature of that indwelling Christ, we lift up this prayer, thanking you, God, for answering it. Amen. And now let us affirm our statement of being together. God is all, both invisible and visible. One presence, one mind, one power is all. This one that is all is perfect life, perfect love, and perfect substance. I am an individualized expression of God. I am ever one with this perfect life, perfect love, and perfect substance. And now let us affirm our UFH growth affirmation together. We give thanks for our expansive congregation that fills our halls and sanctuaries with seekers of unity truth, fills our hearts with love and joy, and provides us with all of the necessary resources to co-create a loving and compassionate spirit-filled world. And now we're going to have our first special song for today entitled Center of It All, and it will be led by Lorne, and then I will be back with our message. Some days I'm feeling like I can't win, can't get it right Don't matter how hard I try 
was an awesome song. I love it. It was so upbeat and the words were so perfect. Thank you, Lauren, for that video. Thank you for the words that you sang. I could tell you were singing from singing from the sincerity of your heart. And thank you to all of you for the way you're inspiring us with your with your beautiful performance. Nicholas, Laurel, Bernard, Michael and Lauren. Thank you so much for every way that you show up and every way that you inspire us with that powerful music. Thanks again. So there was this 84 year old lady who dated a 90 year old, 93 year old, year old man. She went out with him on a, on a, their first date. And when she got home, she was so upset. She came in slamming doors and everything. And her mom, her sister was, I mean, her daughter was like, what happened? Why are you so upset? She said, you know, I had to smack that man three times. And her daughter said, why? Was he being fresh with you? She said, no, I thought it was dead. <laughs> I could just imagine. 
Oh man. Anyway, that was, I thought that was so cute. <laughs> so anyway, as we in this month, uh, this, uh, month series that we've been discussing um divine order i that that song center of it all is is really deep how god is aligning it so i'm just gonna i'm just gonna let god guide because god's shifting things up as as i speak right now but so divine order is the faculty that we usually study and discuss in the month of september because september is symbol symbolizes uh, divine order and unity. And Charles and Myrtle Fillmore, who are the co-founders of unity, unity said that we have these 12 spiritual faculties and they are sim they symbolize the disciples and they represent those areas in our mind that need to be spiritualized, regenerated and revitalized, regenerated to move us into a deeper expression of the Christ that we are, that individualized expression of God that we are. And through divine order, we, we use our ability to organize, to sequence, to adjust, and to balance ourselves, our consciousness, and our very lives to be in alignment with the divine order of God, the will of God. We take our will and choose to align ourselves and adjust our consciousness to the will and the divine order of God. It's interesting because, because we are one with God, we are one with divine order and we use it every day, whether we are aware of it or not. And as we're using it, co-creating with God, God is literally in the center of everything we are doing. Whether we are aware of it and can see God or whether we cannot. I, and that is why one of the, the first thing we discussed this month was experiencing divine mind because I wanted us to fully become aware of the consciousness of God because God, the mind of God is where everything starts in creation. Divine order is the, it starts, is the, is the universal spiritual cre law of creation is God's universal spiritual law of creation. Because everything in creation starts in the mind of God, the spiritual realm. And everything is created according to divine ideas, which are the laws and the truth that, of, of the universe that, God, that, is in God's, that is God's mind. And then it is manifest and expressed through, through the Holy Spirit as a divine expression or manifestation in the spiritual realm before it even becomes physical manifestation. And so as we realize that God is in the center of everything, creating everything, we realize that every thought that we think is a prayer because the thoughts held in mind produce after their kind. We co-create in our mind with God through the thoughts that we think. The words that we speak are the, are the verbal words that, that are prayers. So the thoughts are silent words of prayer. Our physical words are verbal words of prayer. Our actions, our very actions are physical words of prayer. Our feelings are the experience of the vibration of prayer because they represent whatever vibration is going on inside of us that we are feeling becomes a prayer. 
because it activates the law of vibration, spiritual law, divine idea, and through the law of vibration, activates the law of attraction, where we attract that, that which is the reflection of the very thing we are vibrating from. So if prayer is a powerful way for us to live in divine order, I was thinking about how Jesus prayed. And I was thinking about how Jesus taught his disciples to pray in the um, book of Matthew and the book of Luke in the, in the New Testament. And it's considered, it has been called the Lord's Prayer. And we, we pray it very often in society, in the world. What if we were willingly and intentionally living the vibration of the Lord's prayer because there's power in the Lord's prayer. The Lord's prayer is actually a series of affirmations. And every time you speak the affirmation, you activate a power. What if we willingly live in the Lord's prayer, intentionally activating the power of each verse? How would this world look? How would your life look? Today, I want to speak on living in the power of the Lord's prayer. That's the title of my talk, living in the power of the Lord's prayer. And we see it in Matthew where Jesus is teaching his disciples how to pray in Matthew chapter six, verses nine through 13. And it's also in Luke chapter 11, verses two through four. And they're basically the same. There's a little bit of a difference there in the first scripture that starts off when Jesus is telling them how to pray. I'm going to read from Matthew chapter 6. I'm going to read verses 9, 10, 11, 12, and 13. I'm going to read these verses, and then we're going to dive into these verses to see how God's going to teach us how to live in the power of the Lord's prayer. So verse 9 says, Pray like this, our Father in heaven, may your name be kept holy. May your kingdom come soon. May, you, may your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today the food we need. Let's go into verse 12. And forgive us our sins as we have forgiven those who sin against us. Verse 13. And don't let us yield to temptation, but rescue us. From the evil one. Each one of these affirmations, each one of these scriptures has a power to it to activate and align, uh, activate the power within us and, and ignite the Christ within us and bring us forth into a deeper expression of the Christ that we are. I was thinking about this and I was just, Jesus lived this prayer. And if you look at the first verse, verse nine, that says, pray like this. And then you pay attention to what it's saying. It doesn't say pray these words. It says pray like this, which means it's each of these affirmations is what is expected in, the in a prayer that will be powerful. We use this prayer in life on a regular basis. A lot of us do. 
But Jesus did not intend for it to be a specific prayer. Jesus intended for it to be a specific way to pray. So when we go into the beginning of this, it says, Our Father in heaven, may your name be kept holy. Our Father in heaven. Jesus was saying our Father, but the Aramaic way of saying our Father here is Abba, which means Daddy. Here Jesus is talking to God as if he has an intimate, up-close and personal relationship with God as his creator and more, as, more than his creator, as a, him as a child of God. And that's what we are. We are children of God. Myrtle Fillmore said it. She said that we are a child of God. That there, I am a child of God. Therefore, I do not inherit illness, which is how she was able to use affirmations over her body to speak forth the power of God and activate and open herself up, herself up to let God heal her body by affirming the truth through scripture and what she knew in truth. She allowed God to heal her body by going into a personal conscious relationship of knowing that God is the one who she could lay everything at the hands of. Turn it all over to God. God loves you more than your own father. God has more power, more life. When we say our father in heaven, we say our father in that spiritual realm that we can hold as a foundation in the source of our life. Do you live that way on a regular basis? Every single moment of the day, knowing that God is your father, your spiritual expression of the foundation and resource and source of everything that you need, everything. It goes on to say, may your name be kept holy. Our name is our nature, our very nature. Holy means the wholeness, the all powerful, the glory of the spiritual realm that lives in you, the spirit that lives in you that is greater than the spirit that is in this world. Verse 10, may your kingdom come soon. May your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. May your kingdom come soon. Kingdom represents the consciousness, the Christ consciousness. It is moving us in a space of Jesus Christ, where we discussed this a, a couple weeks ago. Jesus Christ represents when the human part becomes aware, a fully aware of the Christ inside of you. When I, as, as a human being, when I become aware of the Christ inside of me and I decide to listen to and heed to the Christ inside of me, knowing that I am not only that it exists inside of me, but it is me moving and breathing and having his being in me as I move and breathe and have my being in it. Even when I'm not aware of it, you are always moving and breathing and have your, having your being in the consciousness that is the kingdom inside of you, the God in you. And when it comes, you get revelation, you get full awareness, you feel oneness, and you feel the presence of God within you. May your will be done on earth as it is in heaven means that the will of God is beginning to manifest in the inside of your human body, inside of your human consciousness and inside of this human world. What if you always stay conscious? What if we always stay conscious of that, that the that God's will is being done on earth as it is in heaven? 
and that we have the free will to intentionally allow God's will to manifest in our life, to co-create the greatest and highest good. God's will is a will for good, for that which is uh, pleasing and that which is perfect. (sighs) I just, I just want this. I want to live in the power of the Lord's prayer. That is my intention to know God as the father, the way Jesus did and does. And then to still to be able to live my life as a prayer, living in the power of this, the Lord's prayer, using these affirmations in my life on a regular basis to bring forth the very power of God inside of me. Verse 11 says, give us today the food we need. We discussed last week where Jesus was tempted to turn stones into bread. And he said in Matthew verse four, uh, chapter four, verse four, he says. People know the scriptures say people don't live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. The reason why he says the scriptures say this is because he is quoting what comes from Deuteronomy 8, chapter 3 in the Old Testament. He lived his life according to the scriptures, but he lived his life according to the spirit of the scriptures, not the letter of the scriptures. The scriptures were not only written as a, a revelation from God, but they were also written during specific times than things that were going on in the world at the time. And conscious, the consciousness of the person who was writing and the consciousness of the world as well. So it's not just history. Some aspects of the Bible are, his, are history. But when you read scripture, you read scripture from the spirit of what it is. Because there's a, um, a symbolism in everything that you read. And so here he says, people don't live. People do not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. And what that means is that the spiritual food, the spiritual scripture, the spiritual word, the spiritual truth of the Lord, as we take it in and we receive it, feeds our spirit more powerfully than food can feed our body, nourishes our spirit, lights us up in the light of God more powerfully than the food can nourish our body. And so here he says, give us food that give us the food that we need, give us today the food that we need. And this is what we say every day. God, bring forth whatever it is in your spiritual truth that I am to know today. And I open myself up to receive it. That is what that is. Not just God give it to you. You have to open yourself up to receive it. Verse 12 says, and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Now, there's two things going on in this scripture where uh, we're we're asking for forgiveness in accordance to how we forgive. That is divine law that as you give, so shall you reap. You reap what you sow. You receive what you give. So if we do not forgive someone fully for something we've judged them to have done to us. We will not fully be in the flow of the divine order of God. It becomes an idol that distracts you and a temptation that distracts you from being the full in the full flow of the divine from living in the power of the Lord's prayer, which is the power of the Lord's word, the power of affirmation. 
And so we are meant to forgive, to cleanse. Jesus says 70 times seven, which means that we are continuously here to forgive. And the powerful thing is the first one that we forgive is ourselves. Because the reason it came up, uh, unforgiveness came up in the first place is because we chose to judge someone or something in a false way. And then we hold it in our mind as a grudge or something to continuously focus on that keeps us from being aligned with God. It's a sin because it is a way of missing the mark of the truth of God that we are. We're meant to forgive, release it, let it go and move into the flow of God. Can you imagine what our lives will be, what this world will be, what the United States will be like if we literally learn to forgive others, but to forgive ourselves first? How powerfully would we be living right now? Even in the course of this Black Lives Matter and everything else. The last verse says, and don't let us yield to temptation. Now, last week we discussed that temptation is those desires of the flesh that keep us, that can distract us from being the expression and in the flow of divine order. Here it says, don't let us yield to it. The best way to honor that scripture is to continuously meditate and pray in the presence of God, keeping our mind stayed on the truth of who we are and the truth of what God is in our lives. And then there is no way that we can give into temptation. And the moment that we do, where it says, but rescue us from the evil one. The evil one represents those moments that we allow the false prophets to come in, which is those error-based thinking, those false thoughts, those false beliefs, those false words, those false behaviors within ourselves that we have chosen to take on and go down that road. We must remove the power of those thoughts, those beliefs, those words, those feelings, and those habits and actions. And we must let God give us the power to walk in the truth. And that is how we are rescued from the evil one. The evil one is us. Those thoughts that we take on. They may creep into our mind as a temptation, but the moment we choose to act on them, we've moved into what will be the evil one. Because evil is the word live backwards. We're living backwards and it's time for us to repent and live forward in the flow of the divine. What if we lived in these scriptures, lived in these verses, activated the power of these verses every day of our life? What if we followed the consciousness of knowing that God is our very foundation and had a deep up close and personal relationship with God. It still boils down to the two greatest commandments. Love God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul, with all your strength. And when you do that, you can't help but honor these scriptures because you see God through the eyes of love. God opens you up in the relationship you have with God. You move into knowing that no one can love you or take care of you more powerfully than our father, our spiritual daddy. That is the personal imminent expression and experience of God is when we experience God, the revelation of God, the feeling of God, the presence of God within our very being. 
And the transcendence of God is how God manifests in the outside in the expression of our situation and the expressions of our circumstances to bring forth our highest and greatest good. That is the transcendence ex experience of God. We are here to live in the full nature of the presence of God. Aren't you ready to do that? Aren't you ready to accept who you are and let go of anything that anybody else or anything that you might think in your mind that is different than the presence and the divine order of God? Aren't you ready to let God teach you how to move into being an expression of God, living in a high expression of God, letting your very life be a prayer that is always praying to God and expressing God. That's what Jesus did. Everything he did, he did for God. Even when he was in the garden of Gethsemane, God was in the center of that. And he knew God was in the center of that. So he confessed to God. He said, Father, take this cup, but if it be your will, not my will, but thy will be done. That is the same thing we are being led here to do is to live our life according to this prayer. Jesus said to pray like this. Let every word in your mind be like this. Let every word in your mouth be like this. Let every feeling that you feel be like this. Let every thing that you do be like this. Our Father in heaven, may your name be kept holy. May your kingdom come soon. May your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today the food we need. And forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. And don't let us yield to temptation, but rescue, rescue us from the evil one. Meditate on every single scripture, every single verse in this prayer, in the Lord's Prayer. You can use it according to the King James Version, which is the most popular version out there of the Lord's Prayer. Or you can use the New Living Translation, whatever works for you. Pray that God brings forth the meaning of these words, these verses in this in this prayer, the Lord's Prayer. Let the Lord open it up for you. Let the Lord give you revelation. Let the Lord give you the spirit of every one of these verses. Live in it. Let God guide you to live in it. And let your life be the very power of the every single verse in this Lord's prayer. Knowing that God is the foundation that will manifest your highest and greatest good according to divine order. And then begin to live in the power of the Lord's prayer. We can do it. And if we did it, how do you think this world would look? Honestly, how do you think this world would look if we lived according to knowing that God is everything, the foundation of everything, not our, our spouse, not our job, not anything else other than that, which is the great, the spirit that is greater in you. And that you are one very one with the all powerful presence of it. So that you can open yourself up to let the kingdom come down inside of you and manifest in you, which is the earth as it is in heaven. What if you lived that knowing that every word of God can feed your spirit more powerfully than 
food can feed your body? What if you lived that way, knowing that as you forgive and let go of anything that you hold against someone else, that you free yourself up to move in a higher vibration of who you truly are, the presence of God, the image and likeness of God. What if you released any form of judgment and just walked in love? Letting go of the temptation to even judge in the first place and be the expression of living forward in the power of the divine that you are. Let us all choose this together. Let us all choose to walk as an expression of the mighty power of God that we are living in the power of the Lord's prayer. Pray over it. Study it. Let it open up for you. Let you be, let yourself become one with God so deeply that you call God father. I'm working on it myself. And every time I think about it, it just brings me to tears because it's so powerful to know that God is my father. Even more greater than my father is my, and my father is an awesome father. And I have one in spirit that's even greater. And so does he. So does my father. Let us all live in the consciousness that we know our father. And live in the power of our father's prayer. The Lord's prayer. Are you ready to do this with me? I challenge you to do so. Study these scriptures. Study this Lord's prayer. And become the very expression of it. The power of the Lord's prayer. Thank you for listening. Namaste. And now let us go into the power of giving. And I'd like you to bring forth the consciousness of what it is that you are choosing to give to Unity of Farmington Hills as your donation. Knowing that you have someone in me who loves you deeply and is very grateful for the way that you are growing this church with me through every way that you give of your time, your talent and your treasures, the way in th that we all do those that I see and those that I don't see. I am grateful for it. I thank you all for every way that you do. And so let us pray our love offering blessing together. Divine love through me blesses and multiplies all that I have, all that I give and all that I receive. Thank you, God. And for those of you who are giving online, go to unityfh.com, click on that donate, donate button on the right upper right-hand corner, and you can give through credit card or PayPal, however it is that you choose to give. Thank you. You can designate how you'd like your payment, your uh, donation to be used. And also, if you're sending in your love offering, you can send it to Unity of Farmington Hills, 32500 West 13 Mile Road, Farmington Hills, Michigan. Four eight three three four. Ha! I'm grateful for you. I really am. Now we're gonna have our second special song entitled "Wishful Thinking," and it will be led by Laurel. And then I will be back to close us out with our closing prayers. I'll see you in a minute.
Lord, is it possible to get this far? And just now understand who you are. I'm feeling foolish yet relieved as well. Cause what I bought before I just can't sell. But now my eyes are open wide. If this is wrong, I don't want to be right. Could it be that on my worst day, how you love me still will not change? What if
wow, this ain't wishful thinking. This is how it is. I say it is what it is, straight up no chaser. I love it that no matter what, God loves us still the same. It never changes. Thank you for that song. Thank you for the performance. Thank you for the video. Thank you all to our ministry, uh, our music ministry and our music team for always providing us with the perfect inspirational music and performances to uplift our services. Thank you so much for that. And so now think of those who you'd like prayer for, even if it's for yourself. And please close your eyes gently. Let's go back into our prayer atmosphere. Take a deep breath. Allow your focus to float down into your, the center of your chest, your heart center. And now from this space of acknowledging the presence of God, call forth the names of those who you wish prayer for, even if it's for you. And God, as you hear these names, acknowledge these names, I'm thanking you right now for blessing each and every one of them for the mighty way you are manifesting your divine highest good in their lives right now, answering every single prayer, answering every single desire of their hearts and being that which is needed the most in their lives. You Only you know that. So I thank you for that, God. I thank you for the way you blessed this service, the way you brought it together with our music team, with those who promoted it, Faith and Matthew, and Lauren, how he brings it, helps to bring the whole thing together, how, how you help Lauren to bring the whole thing together. I thank you for every aspect of Unity of Farmington Hills, every single way you bless, every single way you prosper, every single way you are growing us, blessing us, and healing any area that is holding us back as we grow to be a fuller expression of love and compassion and spirit. In the mighty name of that indwelling Christ, I pray, thanking you for not only blessing us, but for blessing the world. Amen. And so now let us affirm our prayer for protection together. The light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. Wherever we are, God is and all is well. Thank you, God. Some of you are saying, yay, God. <laughs> for those of you who are joining us for the fellowship this afternoon, I mean this uh, morning at 11 o'clock, we'll see you in a minute. For those of you who are not, enjoy your week. Enjoy your day. Take and enjoy your life to the fullest. Until next time, I will see you later. I'm Reverend Kelly Kincaid. Let us close out by singing the peace song with our music team. I'll see you later. Bye-bye.
Thank you for listening to this Unity of Farmington Hills podcast. We hope this has encouraged you, inspired you, and uplifted you. If you are unable to attend our Sunday gatherings, but still want to support our spiritual community, visit our giving page at www.unityfh.com donate.